0: Yo, what's up, guys? It's your boy Coach, aka Eric Renteria from GoHerbalife.com. If you guys are struggling to lose weight or just want to look your very best, go ahead on my website, EricRenteria.GoHerbalife.com. Once again, it's ericrentaria.goherbalife.com Sign up for me, and of course, finish a wellness evaluation. That way, we can go ahead and see where we can start you off as far as supplements and, of course, your meal planning. Everyone is dieting, so why not? find out your macros for the day, your proteins, carbs, and fats. Of course, everyone's going to have a little bit different uh, plans. But of course, if you go ahead and finish that wellness evaluation, we can easily find a stepping stone and get you started. Once again, that's Com to get your wellness evaluation started and have me on board as your personalized coach. Have a beautiful day, guys, and I hope you enjoy the podcast okay take last final take final take while do while fucking naming the podcast um i realized it was episode 50 so i just wanted to take time to say thank you for all the support and of course um the listenings that you guys do in order to keep this thing going but of course uh without you guys um there would be no podcast. So, thank you for the share, the loves and all that good jazz. Uh but cheers to 50 and cheers to more in the future. Let's keep it rocking and let's keep it going. All right. Have a beautiful day and once again, I'll ABC on the next one. You know, I see why those smart people like take 4-hour naps. Because let me tell you something, I worked third shift just last night, woke up, not even woke up, okay, so here's my fucking day. First of all, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wake Up Wednesday weekend special solo dolo podcast with your boy, Eric. T.H.E, the host with the moist ones. And you guys already know the deal. Uh, It's been, I fuck, the slack is so real. You know, we're rhyming unintentionally. Oh, God, the slack has been so real. Two weeks without a wake-up Wednesday weekend special. And you guys are badgering me. So here it is, a solo dolo special. You get to hear this voice for the next you know, 45 to an hour, so we'll see, I got a couple topics lined up, but just, oh man, just third shift has been a wreck, you know, <clears throat> I get off of work, I pick up my lovely, lovely girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend, and, you know, we go back to the crib, we take a nap, we have other things planned, we wake up, we do the thing we need to do, the thing, um and then I come back home after we get what we need done and I just knock out. It's like well not even knock out cuz I make I made these protein french toasts. You guys don't know fr- protein french toast until you know protein french toasts. You hear me? I mean, it's so simple. It's just egg whites um almond milk, shit ton of cinnamon. And that artificial sugar, you know? And, um, I think I gotta put more fucking almond milk because it needs to soak in the bread more. I use burger buns, but I use the bottom bun. I use the bottom, the, the, not the crown, but the butt. I use the butt of the bun. I use the bun butt, um, to make my French toast. And it's delicious. It's just, I prefer that just because. Regular white toast, like white bread, it soaks everything in and just soaks too much of it to where it cooks the egg whites, you know. And then instead of a nice, soft inside, um, kind of like a bread pudding situation, it's just a cooked, um, dry bread situation. So I'm still perfecting it. Um, so hamburger buns are the way to go, in my opinion. Just because they're about the same um, calories as one slice of bread you know the bottom bun is just about the same calories and it has a little bit more bread to where it soaks up more of the mixture and um, you know once I put it on the skillet flip it twice boom bada-bam I got myself some French toast and it was delicious I ate about six maybe eight of those bad boys and called it a day, or at least i i at least my mind did because all I remember was drinking water, and then next thing you know, I'm knocked out for three hours. you know, I actually had a delivery to make to a potential client that supports uh local businesses and and botan and botanists you know if you know you know um <clears throat> these botanists support your local botanist guys um but no it's um yeah it's crazy i knocked the fuck out and i'll be honest i we smoked before i dropped my uh my girlfriend off of work we smoked but she just picked up this purplish like colorado top platinum shelf shit oh my god i was done I was done. I see why when I got home, I started eating the fridge. Granted, I didn't eat any. We didn't eat anything when we were together. We never do. It's fine. Um, That's a lie. We got we got burritos uh, last time on our date, and we watched. uh, What did we watch? I think we watched some food reviews. That's probably the number one thing uh, to do with your girlfriend. You know, is just pile your face. With, while watching someone else pile their face even more than you, that way you feel less bad that you're eating a fucking thousand calorie burrito. But, um, topics late. Oh, well, actually, before we get into the topics, let's go into how we originally start the podcast. Everybody silence. There it is. Mmm. Oh, I swear Man Something about the first fucking cigar The first cigar of the day It's not even the first cigar of the day So I wake up, so I okay. I knock out, I wake up It's finally fucking, you know, it's 8 o'clock I look at the time, I look at the messages, you know Baby girl's been left on, delivered for like 3 hours I gotta respond before I get the whole textbook spiel The next morning on leg day And I do what I need to do And it's either one or two choices at this point You know, because when you work third shift You come home, you sleep, you wake up You do what you need to do You're in bed by 11 Next day, you either work first or third I'm working third the next day So I don't got to go to sleep till you know, whenever the fuck I can get my sleep four hours before work And I'll be tip-top-magoo As fucking Uncle Joey likes to say but, hey, I'm starting to get a schedule. Workout schedule, girlfriend schedule, you know, work schedule. As you get older, you just find schedules are the shit, you know. I see why I feel like a lot of kids just grew up a little bit faster than me in high school, you know. I, was, I wasn't that fast in high school um, with the ladies and in school. But those avid kids that would just have their fucking daily planners filled to the brim with shit to do, low key kind of en- envied them. I envied them because I said, holy shit, you know what you're going to do in the next 30 minutes. Me, I could fucking pass out, you know? <sighs> Doing absolutely nothing. <clears throat> oh, man. So yeah, I feel like as an adult, schedules and uh, all this other shit, responsibilities, you know, they pile on, but also they they get more funner if you make it funner, right? Who the fuck, what the fuck are you talking about, Eric? I'll tell you what I'm talking about, adulting. It's called adulting, and not a lot of people can fucking handle it, all right? Look at the homeless people in the fucking world, all right? For some odd reason one way or another they couldn't handle the pressure and decided to just lay it all there you know granted I don't know their situation you know maybe there was a drug situation of some sort oh my god this reminds me oh my god (laughs) this reminds me of of uh trey k-47 um Fucking Drake A47 completely putting the burn on a goddamn customer. A fucking, obviously, you know, third shift, you get plenty of customers and not normal ones. You know, you don't get Sally that just is coming in for her naked drink and just, you know, drinks that up. No. No. No, you're getting fucking, you're getting Beatrice at 2 a.m. with a one tit hanging out asking for beer that's exactly what we got but it wasn't a beatrice it looked more like a it looked more like a i don't know i don't know what the fuck this thing was but it just came through the doors and asked trey um (laughs) you know (laughs) okay so like she checks out she gets something inside the store and she just (laughs) i'm cleaning the goddamn um I'm cleaning the the hot the warming station. I'm cleaning the warm. Jesus Christ! I'm this I'm this high already. I just woke up. Um, ADD strikes again because I'm gonna come back to where why smart people and four hour naps within you know periods of the day is beneficial because I just woke up like two hours ago. I feel good. I feel refreshed. I feel amazing. It's ten forty. It's 10.40. The one thing. I need a smoke to knock out again. You know. Forbid I had first shift tomorrow. I just woke up. God forbid I had first shift tomorrow. I have to force myself to knock out. That's what makes um, sleep schedules so fucked with third shift people. You're awake one day. You have to sleep the next one. You know. It's insane, but that's what I wanted to say. Hey, look at that. We got that out of the way. Now let's go back to Trey So I'm cleaning the warming station, <clears throat> and literally, this customer is checking out. She gets all what she needs, you know, and then she fucks off. But she doesn't fuck off all the way because she stops at the door, comes back, and starts, you know, this sob story to Trey going like, oh, man, baby, you know. I haven't had a whole drink today, and I'm just having the shakes, you know? Like, you know, I haven't had a drink. And I know it's 2 a.m., and you can't serve beer at 2 a.m. And Trey K., with the straightest face, says, Yep, sounds like an addiction. (laughs) Oh, my God. I swear to God, it was more funnier on the the day of, because it was, I'm not sure, because it was third shift, you know? But the way he said it to this fucking woman, I was going to say poor woman, but then again, she makes choices. This woman basically asking for a fucking re-up on her addiction, as Trey likes to call it. And yeah, he just flat out tells her, you know, like with the shivers and everything. Like Man, it sounds like an addiction have a nice day, like, have a nice night, you know, like, I'm no doctor, he's no doctor, but, hey, it sounds like an addiction, you should probably take care of that, you know, we can't fucking do it, though, oh, man, if it was me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, have sold her shit, like, anything, but my response wouldn't have been, you know, just straight into her face, you know, oh, man, it sounds like an addiction, oh, God, I just point, just pointing out the obvious. Trey K is one of those guys that just points out the obvious, and it's amazing. Sounds like an addiction. <laughs> sounds like an addiction. Oh man, I haven't drank all day. <laughs> I haven't drank all day, and I'm I'm having the shivers. <laughs> it sounds like an addiction. <laughs> oh my God, I swear, and it is, it is for those people. Oh my God. Alcoholics, it sucks. You have to spend a dollar, a dollar fifty on a whole can of naturalized just to remind yourself that, yeah, I need this to cope, you know. But not like it's not like weed to where you can put it down and it's like weird ass dreams and maybe a little bit of shivers for like two or three days. No, alcohol. Alcohol is one of those things where you just put it down after so many years of boozing. Oh, your body just says, I need it. It's part of your DNA now. You don't need it. Guess what? I don't need you. Shuts off. Beep. That's what it is. That's what alcohol is. It sucks. Mm. But oh man, I feel like I ranted enough. Let's go on to the topics, ladies and gentlemen, and we got a few. We got a few topics today. Um, so I'm gonna go to the ones in the in the one the ones that I just wrote down while in quick trip, just because I was taking a shit, and I felt I found that they were amazing. So fucking Malcolm in the Middle is a hilarious goddamn show. Like that's a classic, you know watching that growing up uh i felt like if it it was our family like a a a house in an in a fairly nice suburban neighborhood you know no crime whatsoever the only crimes being committed are by the kids so that's (laughs) literally literally in the whole show the neighbors are so quiet even craig who i think is a neighbor oh no i'm not thinking of craig i'm thinking of uh Malcolm's friend. It's like around season three or like season two when um, neighbors start to get involved. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's been a minute since I've seen it. But um, I remember binge watching it all summer. That 70s show, Malcolm in the Middle, George Lopez, Everybody Hates, Chris. You know, sitcoms were the fucking shit. Nowadays, you can't make a fucking sitcom. You can't sit down and have a comedy. A sitcom a calm sit, you can't, no, the nat- the last sitcom they tried to do was iCarly remade, and I think Jersey Shore's a sitcom, or at least, if it's not trying to be, it's damn near close, these guys are fucking, fucking pushing 40, and they're out still acting like they're 20s, like they're, they're in their 20s. They had to get different females because they knew that two other smart individual women, women, women's got their shit together and decided to, you know, take Jersey Shore by the balls and, and fucking run with it. You know, Snooki, Wow bam, made a whole like shit ton of money after that. They fucking used it to their advantage. But what did the situation do? Got drunk and got a couple of felonies. That's what you do after sitcoms, I feel like. You either just hit the tanker or you just take it and run with it and do something else. You sing. You do more acting. You do more gigs, you know, like little little sitcoms. You know, Joe Rogan had to do it. He didn't have to do He wanted to do a sitcom. He did a sitcom. Um, and then from that segued into easily could have been in the movies but hey went straight into fucking Fear Factor went straight into Fear Factor as a host as a host what do you do as a host besides just say what the fuck you know just say the, what the fuck the obvious is you're essentially giving the fucking spoilers of what's about to happen okay welcome to fear factor you're gonna be eating a big big fucking box of camel dicks and you'll also have to segway yourself across a bridge that's the size of the segway. this is fear factor um i don't know i don't know but uh, shit Joe Rogan just had it under control. Control. That's the one thing in the gym is control. Man, do people slam the fucking weights. Oh, my God. I I know you're clinging. I know you're powerlifting. I know this. I know that. But you're only doing three of those. Do I really need to hear, like, two 500-pound... Wildebeests are having sex and they can only pump once every fucking 30 seconds because of the weight. You're literally lifting up something and just. B-ka-doosh! B-ka-doosh! for like five minutes only to do it again all the while i'm on my fourth set of 20 to 60 reps of sweating balls because i'm treating weightlifting as cardio which is a good thing in my opinion i honestly love i'm starting to like the gym love it no because once you love the gym you're doing something wrong you're supposed to like the gym Because I'm going in there to fucking hurt myself. Not like, you know, dropping the fucking weights on me or shit like that. I'm there to cause damage to some muscle. If I'm not leaving sore, I think I could do more. And it's not even an, I think if you didn't walk out sore, you could do more. You could have done more. And that's the thing too. If if you're serious about building muscle, and this is what I'm going to start doing too knock on wood, because, uh, I gotta remember, but, like, I'm curling fucking, let's say I'm curling a 60 bar, right, from French, French curling a 60 bar, and my biceps just aren't, you know, and I'm curling those for fucking 15, rest, like, for 20, like, two, maybe five seconds, hit five more, rest for five seconds, hit five more, you know, I'm just jacking the fucking... We're putting a lot of fucking blood into the into the muscle. <clears throat> we're causing hypertrophy. Um, you know, how does a jack get jacked? You know, how do you jack up a jack? You got to pump the motherfucker, right? You want it faster? Guess what do you do? You pump it faster. But that's the other thing too. Control. So back to the control. Mm. It's the negative, right? The eccentric. The I think it's like the concentric and eccentric, or some bullshit like that. All these fancy words. It's basically the positive, negative, right? Everyone's more focused on the positive, you know, the bringing it, the bringing it of the ups. <clears throat> In order, and you feel it coming up, you know, you feel that bicep working, but it's the also the down, cause, cause like make your make your hand into a fist. And then slowly try to, you know, make that fist into your hand again, but the slowest you can. You know? Like tighten up as tight as you can with that fucking fist in your hand. Like do it. Just fist, fist up, fist, and then slowly try to go into your hand. Just slowly start just unwinding. I don't care if it looks ridiculous you know, slowly go into your hand, like, open up your fingers, it's fucking work, (laughs) like, it's fucking work, you feel it in your goddamn tendons, as you're opening up, widening up those fucking fingers, bam, like, your fucking whole other side, you know, your back of the hand, you know how people say, I know the, like, the thing, I know the city like the back of my hand, that's actually false, by the way, whoever came up with that is lying, because not a lot of people know the back of their hand. No, I'm kidding. Um, But, yeah, there's tendons. There's tendons. There's all that shit in their fucking hand. But once you focus on the negative, you realize that there's about, I would say, 30-ish percent of the work, maybe 40, you know, of the work right there on the negative that you're not potentially getting. So once you focus on that negative and really press it, you are going to see more gains, more results, more weight lifting lifted actually like <clears throat> like um like sixty for fifteen I couldn't I was able to do six or sixty for fifteen I was able to do sixty for eight now we're up to fifteen and I honestly feel like when you're working on the negative aspect of a lot of workouts, and you get that extra 30 to 40% pump, you get that potential 30, maybe 20% extra strength, you know, there's a lot of percentages and numbers in the game, but I'm learning as we go, there's a lot of influencers, trainers, coaches out there, but of course, 80% of it is the diet, and today, all I ate was, um, some Sri Lankan, no, some Indian style beef with, uh, protein, uh, French toast. And it was delicious. It was delicious. Oh man. Next thing, while we're, while while we're on the topic of working out, caffeine. Oh my God. You have no idea the amount of damage caffeine is not doing to people <clears throat> uh, is is doing to people actually there, there's this um, whole thing now I'm starting to see on YouTube and also the workout industry is caffeine and the concerns everyone's worried about milligrams and all this other shit about certain drugs and how much you're supposed to take everyone reacts th- differently to everyone Honestly, I wish there was a blood test company to where it tells you, based on your DNA, you need this amount of this, and this amount of this, and this amount of this, in order to get this results, these results, these results, or better, these results, these results, these results. So, <clears throat> and there is, let me, let me double check, hopefully I'm not talking out of my ass, it's called, um, let me see hopefully i got it here. Um, yes. Yes. I know it's here. I know it's here. Oh, I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited because I know it's somewhere in this menu and I'm close there to Insights DNA. So here it is. So how lose it DNA works. So I use the app Lose It in order to lose the fat. <coughs> and so here it is. DNA education how are my DNA traits determined there is very little variations in DNA from one human to the next in fact about 99% of your DNA is the same as any given person you see this just fucking (laughs) like this just fucking proves my facts points and all this other bullshit like when oh my god like you can do it you can lose weight put the fucking fork down Stop eating, you fat piece of shit. You love a Lard, I meant to say lard. I'm also a pothead. But hey, we're getting to be... We're getting to where we're a point of being a fit um, pothead. And that's a good thing. Because as pot is being looked at to more of a medical, helpful thing instead of something that really impacts you in this that sort of way hey you know enjoy your workout but also after enjoy yourself you know be alone smoke one up put on some reggae and be that stereotypical asshole uh, smoking up you know I would recommend getting a sugar free peach tea <coughs> from Quid Trip. <coughs> Go into a park, a vacant one, and sparking it up, dude. Outside, people think it's a cigar until they get about you know five feet from you, then they know alright, this guy's has some issues. Um but uh you'll be in your own zen. You're being your own Zenzo <coughs> I don't know what I'm saying I am beaked <coughs> all right this one this is a topic that is heavy on my mind just because just just based on the fact that women are saying this. Like not even fucking women, girls are saying this at this age. So there was a Facebook post and it literally said Um here, I am gonna, gonna try to fucking find it. I wanna specify it because it's ridiculous what what I read. <clears throat> it's ridiculous what I read and how it how the bitch hasn't taken it down essentially. You know? Oh, Jesus. I got to turn that off with audio. As I'm scrolling through Facebook. Facebook. You see? What the fuck am I saying, man? And then, like, as Facebook is listening to you, it just starts to, you know, put all the other shit around you more... It puts more things that you're interested in around you on your Facebook uh, feed. And here I'm trying to fucking find it, but I'm trying to find who said it. I think it was this one. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Is it wrong if a 18-year-old talking to a 14-year-old written... Like a fucking ninth grader who is trying to be cool, um, and this girl said, "Is it wrong?" No. She says, "No." Rolls her rolls her eyes. And then, then this fucking other girl says, "Me right now," and what does she say? As you should, babes. As you should, babes. <sighs> Okay, I'll be honest, my girl is 18, I'm 23, so there's a difference, but she is 18. One of the comments (laughs) says, age is just a number, gel just a room. (laughs) Oh my god. The guy is 18, the girl's 14. She's 14. Oh my god, I don't care that shit needs to be, like, you need to be, th- yeah, jail, like, there's a room for people like you, because once you, like, in my opinion, like, that, that just should be a no at all, like, you shouldn't do that whatsoever, it's not wrong if a 19-year-old talks to a minor either, what the fuck, man, we like them older niggas, Oh, you get, that's the, you the type of girls that get these men in trouble. That's a whole pedo, for real. That's a whole pedo, dead the fuck ass, bro. Nobody likes it. This guy just says that's a whole ass pedo. And nobody is liking it. And my comment is, what the fuck are we normalizing right now? Like, what? And then someone, a woman, another girl says, nah, because that's a whole ass middle schooler but jesus christ and then this girl comes out with her story so an eighth grader dating a senior in high school yeah i don't see the problem with that kevin gates is this a joke is this is all a joke i'm really hoping it is a joke it is bro so i heard you talking shit about my lifestyle what the fuck is going on here oh god what is wrong with that someone help me find the problem god damn it see like it's a joke, but then other people like just go me. We just go on and take it for serious, because of the logic. That comment right there got me. That's a whole ass pedal. That's a whole ass fucking pedal. Jesus Christ! Like, ugh, just ugh. And I'm gonna keep that fucking note right there, and we're gonna. I'm gonna talk about it with the next guest on the podcast because, oh my Jesus. Alright. Oh, excuse me, sorry. This peach tea is just too good to put down. You know <coughs> what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But um Kanye. I saw on Facebook Kanye hits uh hits the one key uh, on face on uh during his live concert. It was the one it was like that fucking seven minute song track or whatever the fuck um, that sounds like it's going to be a Hollywood undead track, but it's not. Um, it's like. Dun, 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 dun. But anyways, he plays that one fucking key and everybody goes well. And then he goes back to the fucking keyboard. Right. Right. As as Yeezus should raises his hand to, to ever to tell everyone to shut the fuck up. They shut up. And then he presses it again and fucking just crouches and just <laughs> basically laughs going like like just hits it and runs away. Hits it, runs away, everyone goes wild. And he knows, he knows. They know. Like, this guy made that song from the bottom up. He produced, made that song, and everything around it from scratch. Just like the fucking, um, <coughs> just like his first album, uh, College Dropout, I think. Right, that's the name, right? Kanye West, College Dropout. Yes, sir, yes, sir. The College Dropout, what an amazing album, just 9 tracks, oh my fault, Jesus fuck, <laughs> like it stopped because it was refreshing, just 21 tracks of a pure amazingness, is the debut studio album by American rapper and producer Kanye West. It was released on February 10, 2004 by Def Jam Records and Rockefeller Records. In the year leading up to the release, West had received praise for his production work for rappers such as Jay-Z and Talib Kweli but faced difficulty being accepted as an artist in his own right by figures in the music industry intent on pursuing a solo career he signed a record deal with rockefeller and recorded the album over a period of four years beginning in 1999 the production of the college dropout was primarily handled by west and showcased his chimp monk soul musical style which made use of sped up Pitch-shifted vocal samples from soul and R&B records, in addition to West's own drum programming, string accompani string accompaniments, accompaniments. Jesus Christ! I'm embarrassing, embarrassing myself on the podcast. Accompaniments. Jesus Christ, dude, strings and gospel choruses. The album also featured contributions from Jay-Z, Mos Def, Jamie Foxx, Selena Johnson, and Ludacris, among others, diverging from the then-dominant gangster persona in hip-hop West lyrics, concerns, themes of family, self-consciousness, materialism, religion, racism, and higher education. That's the one thing, too. It was actually from 1999 (coughs) to 2003 and then just producing and all that shit, it, it really does sound like it does take you through that period, you know, from the workout plan to I'll fly spaceships, like even uh even, uh even slow jams and uh, what's it called, Through the Wire, like all those sound like 90s, 90s type shits, you know what I mean, and we don't care also sounds like a tooth like an early 2000s type shit but uh yeah we all know that he got the, into that accident which uh which led a lot of things happening and just things fall in the line for him <clears throat> oh, oh jesus christ but um all right guys that's i mean that's it that I mean 35 minutes do you guys want more 10 minutes like a 45 minute podcast of this fucking voice I don't think so um but yeah we went through a couple of topics not too not too shabby but I'm gonna keep that sounds like an addiction story because I'm sure Trey's gonna mention it one more time um and we'll talk about other topics that I have written down uh, on the next podcast, but anyways, guys, that's it from me, hopefully you have a beautiful week, and hopefully you had an amazing week this week, Hope- uh, sorry, I didn't say that in the beginning, but of course, thank you for listening to the Wake Up Wednesday weekend podcast special with your boy, T.H.E, the host with the moist, moist, Eric Renteria, that's all from me, have a beautiful day, and I'll ABC you, oi.